Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Just In Time Podcast. I am your host, Justin Shu, and I am very happy to be with you all today. And we're mainly going to talk about NBA basketball in today's episode, but don't get it twisted. This is a sports podcast. Um, I love talking sports, and I'm here to be with you. In future podcasts, we'll be able to talk about college football, NFL football, college basketball, but you know we'll dive into all those in future episodes. And today's episode will mainly be talking about NBA basketball as there's a lot of news right now about that going on. Um, a little bit about myself is, uh, my name is Justin Shu. I'm a 21 year old and I love to talk about sports. And uh, you know, a little bit about me is uh, I am a huge San Antonio Spurs fan. I mean, as you can beat the shirt going right here. <laughs> Spurs flag in the back. This is a poster of me from when I was in high school, varsity senior year. That was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, huge San Antonio Spurs fan. Uh, I actually grew up in San Antonio, and most of my family live here in the San Antonio area. So I proudly rep the 210 in the Alamo City for sure. Um, along with that, I'm also a lifelong, lifelong Texas Longhorns fan. So uh, if you wanted to know like what college I rep and stuff like that, it's uh, it's hooked up mainly for Division One sports. But you know, I go to a D3 school myself, um, majoring in business administration. So. Hopefully, you know, later down the line, I can work within sports. Um, it really would be a dream of mine to work for the Spurs one day, but you know, you know, time will tell. God has plans for everybody. Um, along with that, I'll definitely be able to talk about Longhorns in the future. I love talking about the Longhorns, and as far as NFL football, uh, I'm a big fan of the Dallas Cowboys, so you'll you'll definitely get some Dallas Cowboys content later on in the future as well. Um, but other than that, we'll talk about all, you know, we'll, we'll get to all those eventually in the future. But in today's episode, it's mainly going to be about NBA basketball, as I said. Um, but other than that, I love sports in general, and I actually played basketball my senior year back there. Um, short story, that was five foot seven. I didn't really commit, it, commit to basketball a whole lot, but, you know, I love to talk about it, and that's what I plan on doing here on this podcast. This is the Just In Time podcast with Justin Shoot. And quick shout outs real quick. I want to shout out uh, What A Clean Solutions. Brandon and Jodeci do a great job and they do a lot of good stuff over there with What A Clean. Mobile and auto detailing. And they also do carpet and upholstery, tile and grout cleaning services are all available. Um, get at them, great people, great prices. So get it in and out, they're great people, hit them up. Um, another pod, uh, another sponsorship for the episode is John's John Cervantes, a uh, great friend of mine. He's hooking up my whole room, doing a whole interior decorating setup, but he also does mounts and stuff like that. Um, he's definitely your guy if you want to go for anything in regards to that area. I'll definitely be sure to link both of these two and whatever I upload these and you know contact information and stuff like that. But those are the two big sponsors for today's episode. And uh, appreciate them. All love um, goes towards them for sure. Let's dive right into this episode talking about my Spurs. And we just seem to be the talk of the league right now. Uh, Spurs just won a 2023 lottery. Um, if you don't know what that is, the draft lottery is where all the worst teams in the league gather around. And the league doesn't, you know, give the best picks of the draft to the worst teams all the time because that will reward losing so what they do is they do a lottery system where they spin the balls and 
if you get lucky and your ball gets chosen, you get the number one pick, and that's how they set the, the lottery order and how you will, you know, get to draft an upcoming draft. And this draft was pretty, it was pretty hyped up. You know, you had a generational talent in Victor Wembanyama. It's always going to be like that. And excitingly so, we won the number one pick. It's been the first time since I believe 1997 when we got this man right here, Tim Duncan. And uh, I don't know, I just kind of had this feeling all year long that we were going to get blessed with the number one pick. Um, you know, hindsight, looking back at it, the trade and a year ago when the Spurs dealt away DeJounte Murray, that was that was pretty concerning. You know, a lot of people, you, you know, you're kind of going in towards the rebuild position. You get three first round picks out of Murray and uh, it paid off, the losing paid off. We got number one. So we look to take Wemby this, this draft. And, you know, with Wemby, we have a bunch of assets that we can look to make this team a little bit more better. Um, I do believe we have the 33 pick in this year's draft, as, as long as another second in this year's draft. But other than this draft, just taking a look at future assets, the Spurs have the 2024 to 2030, that they have all of their first round picks. They have the Hawks first round picks in 2025 and 2027. They have the Hawks first round pick swap in 2026. They have the Hornets first round pick, it's protected in 24. They have the Raptors protected first in 2024. They have a Bulls protected first in 2025, Celtics protected first in 2028, and roughly $40 million in cap space. And uh, that's all, I know that's a lot of information getting thrown at you, but all it means is the Spurs, they have options. They have options with what they want to do here. Um, I think getting a guy like Wemby, you know, we have Pop already still here. I think a lot of fans, a lot of media is going to be circling around San Antonio, suggestion ideas like, you know, you should spend your cap space and compete right away. I lean more towards uh, kind of what Kevin O'Connor from the Ringer and all of them were saying. Uh, he suggested, you know, the Spurs looking to acquire uh, a rim-protecting big that can solidify the paint defense and stuff like that. And I agree. I think going after an interior defender is a must with a guy like Wimby. I think you want Wimby to be like that focal point of your offense and defense and yeah he can be that center and he can be that generational talent but I think you don't want him to entirely limit his game to just that you know so I think going after someone like Brooke Lopez would be pretty enticing but uh, other than that uh, there's a lot of avenues that can go with this they have money to spend um, they got some guys that they can resign they can resign Trey Jones they can look to use that cap space to go ahead and resign Devin Vassell early on but uh, it's, it's a great it's a great young roster. I mean, Jeremy Sohan was amazing for him last year. He made the all-rookie second team. You have guys like Keldon Johnson and Vassell that hold it down for him. But uh, it's, a, it's a very exciting time to be a Spurs fan. I know I'm definitely excited about it. I have season tickets, and I'm looking forward to going to next year's games for sure. And uh, that Wimby jersey will be ordered very soon, I'll tell you that. On to other stuff. Let's talk about the Nuggets defeating the Lakers in game one. So the Nuggets defeated the Lakers 132 to 126. Some key takeaways I took from that game were the Lakers need to do a better job of defending Jokic, man. Former two-time back-to-back MVP Nikola Jokic. He finished with 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists, two blocks, and 42 minutes of playing time. Anthony Davis was guarding Jokic man to man, was not working for the first three quarters of the game, and it was until the fourth where the Lakers started to put Rui Achimura on LeBron. 
or LeBron, I mean, on Jokic and prepare for the switches on defense. The Lakers need to utilize AD in the post where, you know, he can be an effective rim protector and really make an impact defensively. You saw how well he was able to do the first two rounds of the playoffs whenever he was in the paint. Um, I mean, you can just look at the last series in general versus the Warriors. The Warriors were never able to get any sort of success inside the paint as far as layups and driving to the rim. And without that, you're not going to do so good in the league. And so that's how the Warriors got bounced in the round um, last series. Um, but for now, I mean, you got to look to not have AD on Jokic one-on-one. It just, it just wasn't working in the first three quarters. They went away with that in the fourth. They ended up putting like Rui Hachimura, LeBron on Jokic. And what that would do is on a screen, um, basically you're just putting Anthony Davis on a different man. You want Anthony Davis in the post, you know, playing help defense, hands up, blocking shots, being that dynamic interior presence that he is defensively. And I think if you take him out of the paint, then he becomes less and less valuable on defense. But, you know, the Lakers showed some success in the fourth with that. They made a pretty good comeback. Anthony Davis finished with 40 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, two steals, and two blocks. That's a fantastic game. Just got to do a little bit better defensively against uh, Jokic during the first three quarters. As far as the Nuggets, man, Jokic was a beast. Anything he wanted, he got. He was successful. I think you just got to continue to do that as far as adjusting to some sort of problems that happened. Um, I think defensively, um, they were kind of weak against the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers were able to just attack Jamal Murray at will. And I think they're gonna have to get a little bit creative and like hiding him on defense and stuff like that. Maybe he's able to perform a little bit better than game one, but we'll see about that. But other than that, Jamal Murray was pretty effective last game too. He had 31 points and um, entirely the Denver Nuggets team was just hitting their shots. And I think they finished the game with like a 60% field goal percentage. It was just super impressive by the Nuggets. I'm sure the Lakers are looking to bounce back. The Nuggets are like one of the best teams at home too. Um, there's not too much to think about it. It's just game one. Uh, it should be a fun series. I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of this goes. So we'll definitely have to tune back in and see how that goes. On to the Heat versus the Celtics. The Heat defeated the, uh, the, the Miami Heat defeated the Boston Celtics 123 to 116. Key takeaways from that game was Jimmy Butler. He had been extremely successful in the playoffs and was sensational last night. Butler finished, Butler finished with 35 points, five rebounds, seven assists, and six steals and 43 minutes of action for the Miami Heat. For Boston, they had to do a better job defensively on Jimmy Butler. I mean, let's just talk about Jimmy Butler for a second. It's like when he gets into the playoffs, he turns into Michael Jordan or someone man gets on fire he just doesn't stop he does everything you want as far as winning and uh he was extraordinary last night in the td garden and winning a game in boston is not hard to do um all credit goes out to him but i mean for the boston celtics you cannot afford the heat to shoot you from the three ball they're missing tyler hero uh jimmy butler got banged up on his ankle a couple round like a round or two ago um and he was still able to perform great i mean I, if you're looking at like a nitpick, it's not really a nitpick. I think the Celtics need to play better, and I think it was they had a. I think they had the lead going into halftime, and what really did it for them was the third quarter. The Miami Heat had scored 46 third quarter points. That surge coming out of halftime was all they need. It was a key contributor to the win. Tatum did not play great down the stretch, but I expect the Celtics to bounce back. Um, 
Tatum did play good. He had 30 points, 11 from the free throw line. But you know, you just you just hope down the stretch he doesn't have those turnovers that could have brought you back into the game and potentially win it all. But you know that that third quarter surge probably would have prevented that too. Um, another big guy from the Celtics was the sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. He finished with 19 points, two boards, and one assist in 37 minutes of action. Me personally, I had the Celtics going all the way and winning the entire thing. Um, I can show you all my ESPN predictions back on, before the playing was played. I had predicted the Celtics to win it all. I had them winning it all all year. I just think their team is built the best in the league. I think they went, you know, they went to the finals last year. They had that experience. I'm hoping Tatum is able to put the pieces together and eventually, you know, him and Brown lead the squad to a championship. And you know, I, you know, I'm expecting expecting more from the Celtics, and I'm I'm thinking they're going to bounce back too. As for predictions for, um, let's talk about predictions for uh, Game Two um, tonight. We have the Lakers and the Nuggets Game Two. If the Lakers do what I think they're going to do, and it's you know guard the way they guarded Jokic in the fourth, where you have Rui and LeBron on him preparing for the switches. Playing AD in the post defensively, you're going to look at more success from the Lakers. I don't think the Nuggets are going to come out shooting as hot as they did last game. Um, hope you know I'm hoping for a Lakers dub. This one goes, you know, they'll split it and then they'll go to LA for Game Three. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lakers winning this one. Um, I think those those adjustments will be made, and I think they'll end up closing it out. But don't sleep on. Uh, Nikola Jokic, I think he's capable of, you know, averaging what he's been averaging this entire postseason run. I mean, he's been crazy. Uh, to get 21 rebounds is pretty insane. I think that's what he had. All right, 21 rebounds. 21 rebounds is nuts, but it's Nikola Jokic, and no one else plays, you know, backup big for them. So um, that's my prediction for the Lakers-Nuggets game. I got the Lakers taking game two. And as far as for the Heat and Celtics, I expect the Celtics to bounce back as well. Uh, don't think the Heat are going to outshoot the Celtics as much as they did, they've done. Um, no way Jay, Jason Tatum goes, you know, back-to-back -back games, you know, poor down the stretch. I know he had a pretty bad last round besides the Game 7 performance where he had, like, over 51 points or something like that. But um, I got the Celtics winning that one, so... Looking at the outcome of both those games, if my predictions end up true, um, both the series will be tied at 1-1, going into the uh, the Lakers Nuggets going to LA for game three, and the Heat and Celtics going back to Miami for game three as well. Um, other than that, I mean, I would love to talk more sports with y'all in the future. Um, we'll be back for episode two uh, at the latest on Tuesday, but I'll try to get to y'all um, before that. Um, I was looking at the schedule and I saw the playoff games, you know, they're happening every day now and I would hate to, you know, wait till Tuesday and then I'm going to be talking about games two and three and then also talking about games four. That seems like a pretty big gap in time. So I'll probably look to post a video on the weekend or something like that, but I'll keep y'all updated on my personal social medias. Um, and I'll also try to bring a guest on for the next episode. But in the meantime, you can follow my social medias. My personal one is at JustinShoot underscore on Instagram. And it's also at JustInTimePod on Twitter. Um, I'll link that in the video and put it up on the screen or whatever. It's also the JustInTime Podcast on social media. I will have this all up, uploaded on YouTube and other podcast listening apps.
Um, thanks again to our sponsors of the show, What It Clean Solutions, the mobile auto detailing of long carpet upholstery tile, and grout cleaning services available. Brandon and Jodice will get you right. Also shout out to John's Mounts, uh, John's Man. I'll, both, I'll link both their you know services and numbers into the description and all that. But in the meantime, man, it's been a blessing. I'm looking forward to doing more episodes like this. They'll be way longer than 16 minutes in the future. But this was just my first episode. We're going to look to improve as we go on in the future. But in the meantime, this is Justin Shute signing out. Thanks for your time and peace.